The hosts feel it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to. Well, we've warned you. Hello, and welcome once again to the Frankencast. I'm the mad scientist, Anthony Bowman. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm joined as always by... The reagent that's known as Eric Velasquez, now with added NPE and less fillers. <laughs> yep, so, so yep. this week we're wrapping up the uh, the original uh, Reanimator trilogy with with Beyond Reanimator. Beyond Reanimator. <laughs> Yeah, so I had for, I'd kind of forgotten this one. Like, I feel like the first two really stick out. And, and not that mm-hmm. this one's bad, but I had just, like, it didn't stick in my memory as much. So this was a real kind of, like, exciting watching it for the first time almost. Yeah, so this one's weird in a number of different ways. Uh, also, <laughs> content warning up front, there's a lot of uncomfortable scenes. They get resolved in, I would say, a satisfactory manner in the end. Yeah. <laughs> we get to a pretty good nod there at the very end, at least, uh, you know. Final F you to whoever uh, is the bad guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So also another weird thing. We have Spain for Maine. <laughs> <laughs> so this yeah. was filmed in Spain. Yeah. yeah. And with like a mostly Spanish cast. Other than a, like... a mostly Spanish cast. Yeah. And I would say that most of them spoke English extremely well. Uh, they did do uh, dubbing in places, but for the most part, they... Uh, you know, the actors actually got to do their thing. Yeah. Which is pretty nice. Now, I think, of course, our uh, main love interest in this one, being Laura, is uh, played by uh, Elisa Pataki. She's also, of course, a Spanish model and actress, you know. So we're, let's get into this thing. All right. How does this How does this kick off? So we, we start, uh, we got two kids who are, like, camped out. They're in a tent. They're talking about that they're, like, next to a cemetery. Uh, you know, they're doing like the kid thing where they're just trying to scare each other. One of them pulls out a jar that has a sheep eye in it. Uh, yeah, because, as you do. right? <laughs> and of course, the other one's like, oh, is that chocolate milk? Uh, look a little bit closer. <laughs> no, it's not chocolate milk. You goof. And at first, because, because you know, like I said, I wasn't remembering how this went. I was like, is this like young Herbert West? Uh, no, it's not. It, the, you know, these are new character. Yeah, brand new characters. And one thing that they mention when they're looking at the the eye in the jar is they bring up that sort of like urban legend that you can like look into an eye of something dead and like see the last thing they saw before they died. Right. And that doesn't really pay off. Like it feels <laughs> like something that's gonna like lead to something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
especially because when we get to the credits here in a few minutes like they seem to be a little bit eye focused as well like you know yeah. we talked about in bride that suddenly there were a lot more like female anatomic drawings and this one it it's not exclusively eyeballs but there's a little bit more eyeballs than we've seen previously well yeah and it also does a l- weird like a couple instances where it fades out of the eye specifically yeah so it's like okay we're going to have some payoff where you know somebody did something and they saw it out of, like a light flashes behind the eyes a la uh, wild wild west with will smith <laughs> that's a timely uh, statement but anyway uh, <laughs> and then you see you know you see the image on a wall somewhere right that's yeah it's kind of like telling you mm-hmm. but no no we're gonna squash that one right now yeah well actually to be fair there is a callback to the eye just not in that way yeah yeah, there, there is a, yeah, you're right. There is kind of like the end of the movie does have a prominent eyeball placement. So, yep. yeah, that makes sense. All right, but what are these kids talking about? Yeah, so they're, they're just kind of like scaring each other. And then they, uh, I think they kind of hear a sound and see some like movement outside, some like lights. And they mm-hmm. step outside to investigate. Now, now before we go, I have to draw attention to this because this is, there's some really weird writing in this movie. Uh, so the kids are talking about the soul, right? That gets brought up just casually as you do, <laughs> you know. And uh, one kid says, yeah, my grandma told me, you know, the soul is in the eye, right? And the other kid who will find out is the main character. You're thinking it's it's this small, little, cute, blonde kid. The other kid says, the soul is the invention of primitive witch doctors. <laughs> what kind of kid talks like that? <laughs> like, yeah. if you told me this was young Herbert West, I would have believed you. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, I buy this, 100%. <laughs> nope, turns out this is just little Howie. Yeah. So they've heard a sound. They're kind of going out to investigate. Meanwhile, we've cut to a couple of little quick scenes that there's, like, a girl in the house who, like, we find out is, is the older sister. Emily. And she's heard a noise, too. Mm-hmm. So now she's kind of wandering around the house trying to find the noise. Meanwhile, the boys go into the house, and they don't notice that there's a bunch of muddy footprints leading inside the house. But, of course, one of the kids knows that the other one's a dingbat because the door's wide open. I mean, come on. Who leaves a door wide open? Yeah. Also, who doesn't look down and, like, oh, the, yeah. somebody's in the house that's not supposed to be there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so they're both kind of, like, or these two separate groups are sort of, like, exploring the house, trying to find the sound. And they end up, you know, bumping into each other and scaring each other. It, it's a pretty good jump scare. It's actually kind of earned. Yeah, like, yeah. All right. There's tension. It, it, yeah, it's drawn out. It's nice. Yeah, and it, it it really works because like they scare each other, and then there's like this moment of like release of tension where they're like, oh, yeah, okay, it's just yeah, you. Yeah, now we're all playing around like brothers and sisters, right? Yeah, and then you get like the extra like bonus scare where a zombie shows up and he's like <laughs> right. all disgusting. His like lower jaws ripped off, so he's just got this weird tongue kind of like waggling just around. One arm, the other one's a stump. Yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty good uh, puppet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know. it looks really gnarly. Yeah, it's good stuff. But, uh, you know, of course, when he shows up, everything goes to pot, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, you know, so the, the boys are scared. The sister gets backed into the corner. She tries to defend herself with a knife, you know. She finds a knife, and she goes to stab the, the zombie and does so. Well, unfortunately, the zombie, with his one good arm, picks her up chokes her slams her against the wall and effectively kills the sister right then right yeah there. and then to quench his thirst after that hard work he picks I up mean, a that's carton. hard work <laughs> you've got to build those strong bones anthony yeah 
<laughs> he picks up a carton of milk and he just like leans his head back and just like dumps it onto his face and like the tongue is just like flapping around. It's, it's so darkly comedic. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> but then, you know, while he's doing that, the police burst in. They shoot the zombie like a million times and that mm-hmm. is enough to finally take him down. But then like it cuts to the police outside and they are trying to throw the zombie corpse into the trunk of the police car and it's still like flopping around and stuff. So like. Right. But of course, little Howie is now traumatized, right? He's <laughs> mm-hmm. the traumatized child as uh, a lot of these HP Lovecraft related movies have, you know, or at least maybe not have, but they're the traumatized look or the thousand yard stare. Oh, yeah. You know. And he almost gets run over by an ambulance, so that's <laughs> yeah. fun, right? Yeah. But as yeah, as you're saying, he's the cops are messing with a disembodied hand. When who should appear? Then Herbert West, <laughs> Reanimator, yep. in cuffs, <laughs> and he's yelling, "You have no right!" And they like throw him in the back seat of the police car. So like, as the uh, police car is driving off with with Herbert West. The kid, Howie, looks down and there is a syringe of glowing green reagent laying on the ground. That's the good stuff. (laughs) And then, of course, we get that wonderful title card. Yeah. Beyond (laughs) Reanimator. So, yeah, then we get the credits that we talked about already with the focus on the eyes a little bit. And then we get, like, the sort of introduction card that says 13 years later. So, you know, now we're at a point where the kid that was at the beginning is, you know, probably an adult. And we're going to get to meet him here momentarily. But first we're going to see a rat crawling around inside a wall. There are rats in the walls, Anthony. (laughs) That's that's a you think that's actually a reference? You think that was actually like planned? I feel like it might have been just because of Brian Usna. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, rats are crawling in the walls now. Uh, but unfortunately for this rat, he gets snared by Herbert West and yanked into his cell. So we're we're in a jail, and obviously West has spent the last thirteen years behind bars and yeah. is now experimenting on rats because he doesn't really have any other options. What do you think his body count's up to right now? <laughs> like he's he's had to have gotten somebody. Well, we, we'll find out in a in a sense he has gotten several people while in prison, but they never specify a number. Yeah, yeah, and like he he's as he's doing this experiment, like he's writing on a new sheet of paper, and it says like rat, and there's like a number and mm-hmm. stuff. So like he's he's definitely done several rats, and yeah, probably mm-hmm. some other things as well. Yeah. But he, he, like, connects the rat to a cord that he pulls out of a light socket and, like, electrocutes it. And it's pretty elaborate what he's getting up to. Yeah, and he basically charges the diode with, well, at this point it's like, oh, he charged the diode with a soul? <laughs> yeah. He kind of does. <laughs> yeah, mean, basically. Effectively. He kind of denies that as we go, but it yeah. kind of seems like maybe he's he's not quite right there. I mean, if it looks like a rat and walks like a rat and <laughs> has a soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, but so he gets interrupted in his experiments by uh, a guard who Sergeant Mancho Mancho. <laughs> yeah, Mancho. Uh, and Mancho says that West has a new work detail and gives him some paperwork uh, and sees the rat, but just kind of like lets him do his thing. West is kind of doing his thing where he's sort of like talking down to the guard in a way that for some reason doesn't make the guard mad. Right. Uh, he even like, he uses the word dubious and the guard is like fascinated by this word. And like <laughs> it co- becomes a through line. Like he's really excited about this new vocab word he picked up. You know, I mean, listen, 
Herbert's doing his best to help out the world, whether it's by reanimating corpses or giving guards uh, vocabulary words for the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we, we see the cell next to Herbert's where we get two guys. Cabrero and Mo- Moses. Yes. <laughs> And Cabrero's really upset because his pet Ratty is missing. <laughs> ah, he named it Ratty. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's this kind of movie. All right. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he mentions it to Moncho, and Moncho's like, you may want to talk to West about that. He might know something about where Ratty is. And, of course, they have a nice exchange where Moncho shows up, and he calls Cabrero uh, dubious. <laughs> uh, but he... He's not saying that he's acting dubious. He just calls him a dubious. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like, ah, you're trying, Macho. That's why we love you. Yeah. So then we get, um, there's a new doctor that has been hired, and he's getting a tour of the prison from Moncho. And what is this uh, doc- new doctor's name? Howard Phillips. Phillips. Howard <laughs> Phillips. Uh, we're just missing a little bit of love and crafting, and we're set. All right. So, yep, this is the kid from the beginning of the movie, of course. And, yeah, he's getting a tour, and then he meets the warden who is speaking with this female reporter. Yep, and already, the moment you hear his voice, he is saying some creepy shit. Like, I I, I couldn't make all of it out, and I don't care to repeat any of it, but he's just like, yeah, there's sexual uh, statements are made. Uh, automatically oh yeah this is the we know what kind of guy this is going in (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like nine times out of ten if you got a a prison warden in a movie they're a villain without even needing to tell you any more than that yeah but but this guy they telegraph it right away like if there's any doubt yeah this guy sucks yeah either they're going to put you away and have you do their taxes and uh launder money or they're going to sew you ass to mouth (laughs) in a long line or you know just sexually assault you in general. Yeah. But yeah, so the doctor and, and you know, he kind of meets the warden and, you know, the warden mentions like, be careful with West. So if you haven't like connected the dots yet, like, you know, that's that's West's new detail is that he's going to be, you know, an assistant for the new doctor. Right. He's a doctor, you know. Yeah, it Even makes sense. His license, yeah. His license has been taken away, but that's fine. It's, you know, it's not too far off from... No. Uh, the Hammer Frankenstein movie that that takes That's place true. in the institution. That's true. Um, Whereas Frankenstein was actually basically the secret warden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. But so then we cut to the yard where you know they're kind of doing like the yard wreck time or whatever, and then like Moses, who we met earlier, collapses and is like, I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but he's definitely in pain. He's kind of like almost seizing up a little bit. He keeps trying to confess his sins. Yeah. By the way, that's also a through line in this whole thing. If if Moses starts uh, talking to you in religious language, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't don't stay for that. <laughs> Except for this one case where he is uh, praying to Father Doctor Howard Phillips. And, <laughs> yeah, he says yeah. some stuff about like blood, flesh, heart. I had to eat it. Like I feel like this guy's got some a crazy backstory, and we're only yeah. just getting a sliver of it in this movie. Why don't we get his movie? Where was that? <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like you know he's a cannibal guy. You know, it's it's almost like Hannibal Lecter, but maybe more religious versus psychological. 
Yeah. Oh. But like while this is going, yeah, like so Phillips and the warden and the reporter all kind of come out and they kind of see this happening. Phillips is trying to help. Somehow Laura twists her ankle. Yeah, like it seems kind like of some of the inmates are kind of like a woman, you know, and they just kind of like they don't really like hardcore swarm her, but I think they get a little too close to her and she kind of gets knocked down in the, you know, in the commotion. And yeah, so she hurts her ankle. So then we've got like Moses on like a gurney being rolled into the infirmary. I think Laura kind of follows behind, like, limping and stuff. And we meet a nurse. I'm not sure. Do we ever get her name? I honestly don't think they say her name. I mean, according to the uh, the credits, it's Nurse Vanessa. Hmm, okay. But I don't remember them saying Vanessa at all. <laughs> but who else is in there? West is in there. And turns out the nurse is, like, basically useless. Like, the doc, you know, yeah. Phillips keeps, like, asking for things. And she's like, I don't think we have that. And he's like, well, what do you have? And she's like, I, I, I. And Wes is like, give him this. We've got some of this here. Take the, you know. And right. so he just kind of like steps in and the nurse kind of just stands in the corner while they, they do what they need to do. Right. But unfortunately, it's not enough. And, you know, so he, he does end up dying on the table. Yep. We lose Moses right out the gate. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so we have a little bit of an introduction between West and Howard. Turns out that uh, Howie's a big uh, fan of West work. Yeah, so he tells him, like, I was the kid the night that you got arrested. I saw the, the creature, and my sister died, and I have this syringe you left behind, and it's... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and, of it's... course, West's eyes bug out. He's excited. He's like, my reagent has returned! Yeah. And it's kind of cool because they, like, it does. it's not glowing anymore, which is, like, right. a really it's, nice it's, touch. It's like it's, like, died a little bit, obviously. 13 years, shelf life... Eh, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, right? Yeah, but of course, you know, West has got to try it, so... <laughs> so This man's an addict. Like, he <laughs> he has got to use that reagent at every opportunity. But coincidentally enough, there's a character that he, he kind of mirrors in a way, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so what better... Th you've got a dead cannibal right here on the table. Yeah. Of course, let's go ahead and use the reagent on him. I mean, let's be honest. If it works, what has changed? <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we're, we're up one, you know, we've returned to status quo. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't seem to work. Like, he's just still laying there. So they kind of, like, have their backs to him and are just kind of discussing their work and what, what they're going to do. And uh, I think this might be the point where Wes says something about my last partner turns state's evidence, state's on, evidence me. on me. <laughs> so we know Dan has betrayed West. <laughs> So, or at least presumably Dan, if Dan survived. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, in theory, though, this this happens maybe not right after two, but pretty pretty close to the end of two, or or we maybe skipped and got retconned all the way to one. Anyway, it happens right after one of the movies, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> at least the beginning does. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but Moses wakes up. <laughs> He has been resurrected, as it were. I, yeah. A different guy. I think it should have been Lazarus, but, you know, <laughs> Moses works. He's in yeah. the Bible. <laughs> and so, yeah, of course, you know, he starts to attack. And, you know, Phillips is sort of trying to, like, hold him off and, you know, sort of try to help at the same time. Uh, a guard comes in and gets, like, a chunk bitten out of his arm. His arm. A big chunk. A big meaty chunk. Macho gets thrown across the room. Poor guy. He can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah. 
then the warden comes in and like you know in the in the last movie we had a lot where it was like suddenly the zombies would sort of like calm down under certain circumstances yeah. and like the, the warden kind of like has that effect on moses like he says forgive me and like it looks like he's gonna stop and then just attacks the warden anyway. right for the nards just <laughs> grabs him <laughs> yeah he's just got like a death grip between his legs but then like the guards manage to like get control and subdue him i would say poor warden but let's be honest he deserves all the trauma to that region he can get yeah no kidding and so now we're in this weird situation where like we have a patient who should theoretically be dead or at least like very sick from what the warden last saw and now he's like up crazy like attacking people with super strength uh and the warden's you know like what is going on and like phillips is really he's not as quick on his feet as west but so west kind of quickly steps in and does his whole you know charmer routine and and kind of explains everything away and uh you know of course laura's still hurt she's still limping around so phillips decides he's gonna help her by randomly groping her ankle (laughs) yeah so we you know yeah, so he's he's working on that and like the I think it's one of those things with the warden where like he's he's dubious, you know like, Yeah. He is very dubious. <laughs> like he has no other choice than to accept what they've said, but he's just kind of like I'm, you know, I got my eye on you now, like so he sends Moses to the hole and is like we're going to lo- you know lock down the rest of the prison for now and kind of like get things back on track. Send West back to the, his room and everything. Yep. And so then I, I think, yeah, they, you kind of see a little bit with the lockdown and stuff. And then it just cuts to outside the prison. And, you know, Laura's like leaning up against her car and Phillips comes out and, you know, is talking to her about her ankle and everything. So it's it's firmly entrenched that she is now the love interest. Oh, yeah. Which is an unfortunate sign for her uh, in these <laughs> movies. Yeah. And yeah, if it wasn't fully clear at that point phillips is like well since you're you know you drive a stick and it's hard to do that with that ankle injury how about i drive you home yeah and the drive home leads to going inside and eating pizza and flirting and oh well let's let's not skip uh the warden in his exit interview with moses (laughs) basically he gets moses in a a room at this point and just kind of starts beating him but moses does something that only carl hill has done previously He's actually speaking. He's actually begging for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So that's that's an interesting turn, I think, to a degree. Yeah, it's unclear currently what that would mean. Like, other than, I don't know, maybe the older reagent behaves differently or... Right. He was fresh, but we've had some pretty fresh corpses previously, right. and it's not been... Maybe it's like whiskey. You just got to let it sit for a little bit. You know? <laughs> give it a couple of years of shelf life, break out the cask of uh, reagent, and yeah. then you can have a party. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, going back to the pizza, like they've they've obviously burned some food. It looks like they're trying to make paella, if you know what that is. <laughs> yeah, and did not did not succeed in doing that. We've all been there. The, yeah. the dinner fail pizza order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. Yep, true. But yeah, so they're kind of you know she asks him why he's working at the prison, and at first he kind of like doesn't really give like it's just kind of like the generic answer, and she kind of pushes him, and then he sort of like talks a little bit more about like what happened to his sister and West's involvement and stuff. So like she's a good reporter; she like yeah. got some juicy details out of him real quick. She's good at what she does, mm-hmm. and what she does can be kind of nice. I mean, depending on who you are, but she does ask him kind of a weird question as to why he really is doing this in a joking manner, of course. And of course he says something really weird, which he's researching the effects of institutional medicine on life and death. So he kind of gives away 
the farm to a degree, but he's also like, ha ha ha, I'm joking in a weird ass manner. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, then she pushes him. He talks about West and like the research that he wants to do with West. And, you know, they end up kissing. Mm-hmm. So like, yep, now the love interest thing is is definitely set in Boom. stone. <laughs> so she has an expiration date. <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe not. Who knows? You know, I mean, the last one survived, presumably. Yeah, that's uh, true. But don't get your hopes up. Um, apparently, West also thought that death, they talk about West a little bit, and apparently Herbert West thought that death was just a disease. We haven't heard that before, but sure, we'll go with that. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's a good line. <laughs> yeah, it's terminal. Sure, why not? Maybe it can be overcome in one way or another. So then we get like, it's like the next day and Phillips has a bunch of supplies that West requested and West is like, okay, now we need a secret lab. <laughs> right. We can't just have this normal lab. We have to have the secret lab. Which I'm sure, you know, secret space is just so easy to come by in a prison. <laughs> in a prison. Yeah. They just, they just forget about those random rooms all the time. <laughs> but they, they do manage to find one somehow. But, like, uh, Phillips is also, like, I'm concerned about what happened with Moses because I want to learn about, you know, this life and death stuff to help people. Like, I'm not out here to make monsters. Yeah, which um, Wes is kind of like, well, you got to break a few eggs (laughs) (laughs) if you want to make an omelet because he's Herbert West and he don't care. (laughs) Right. And Wes is also like, oh, by the way, you know, if the secret lab didn't clue you in, our work is confidential. Right. Yeah, you can tell no one. Yeah, and uh, I, I noticed you got a little bit of lipstick on your collar, so uh, <laughs> yep. keep that in mind. As as we know also, Wes doesn't ever like the love interest. Oh, never. Ever. <laughs> yeah. he, you're a man of science, not a man of, I don't know, physical interaction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's definitely not the ladies' man. No, no, not at all. <laughs> he's the science man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then we get like a brief montage scene that shows like West and Phillips doing some experiments. Uh, you see just some like scenes of prisoners just sort of like walking around the prison. Warden being kind of creepy. Yeah. Uh, and like Laura doing some research. And then it ends as as these movies like to do to just cut away to an abrupt sex scene. Oh, no, we've got we've got new reagent. I mean, it is he doesn't announce it yet. But he's pouring out new reagent at the end of the montage. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But then, yeah, sex scene. Abrupt sex scene. <laughs> and so then, like, they do, like, the postcoital like, pillow talk thing where she sort of subtly tries to get more information about what yeah. experiments they're working on. Like, she, she's good at, pardon the pun, but pumping people for information. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like she's probably the kind of investigative reporter that people are like... I don't trust your methods, but they do get results. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you don't realize that she's obviously, like, interrogating him for info, the camera pans away from them into the next room where you see her notes and they mention the Miskatonic Massacre. Right before that, they have this little small discussion about, you know, she doesn't know if she shouldn't go through with certain whatever she has planned. And, of course, how he encourages her by saying, you got to go for it. By the way, that's going to become a, a hell of a line uh, oh, after yeah. this one. <laughs> you got to go for it. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's like All the right. catchphrase for this movie. You got, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But yeah, as you said, she basically has all the information on West doing Herbert West things. Yeah. So then we cut back to the infirmary at the prison, and we get another inmate who I don't think he's ever named, but I think... Nope. 
his like i think he's credited as like speedball or something like that speedball (laughs) yep and like so this is the like stereotype of an addict for for the movie he is comically an addict like (laughs) you've never met a person who's dealt with like drug addiction in the way that this guy is comically addicted to everything yeah it's just generic drugs. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever he can get his hands on. Right. And like I think that... even a- he even abuses aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. If you do that, it's going to rot the lining of your stomach, I think. Or uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like no ah whatever. <laughs> and like we're even we're introduced to him here. He's trying to scam Vicodin from from Phillips. Right. Or those little red pills too. He always <laughs> likes those little red pills or Vicodin, either one. <laughs> yeah, whatever you got. <laughs> yeah. While that conversation is happening, uh, we also have Cabrero. He's continuing to threaten West about Ratty. Like, I want my Ratty. Where's Ratty? Where did Ratty go? And, and he does a good job of like walking the fine line of being like the cholo gangster without yeah. like it being too stereotype, but right. like it's it, it's on the line. Yeah, I mean he he nudges over it a couple times with his. <laughs> cabron and pendejo talk so. yeah yeah i think he calls west essay at one point yeah which is just like, it's like you're you're spanish you're not mexican dude like <laughs> no no <laughs> so we're introduced to those wonderful characters yeah yep yeah. <laughs> uh and then um after they leave west is talking to phillips and is like you know today's the day we gotta we gotta do this experiment yeah actually isn't isn't that what Cabrera said to him? Today's the day we're gonna wax out West. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that's a little callback. Today is the day, <laughs> but we're gonna perform one one more experiment. Yeah. And who should their new test subject be? Then El Rato <laughs> or Ratty, Ratty. <laughs> But before, or like, I think it kind of cuts back and forth a little bit. We get like them starting to do the experiment. We also get Laura is talking to the warden again in this great scene where she's just like sitting in the electric chair. (laughs) By the way, they're in the place called, they call the death house. Like, and I'm like, shenanigans. I'm calling shenanigans. Nobody ever calls any place like that, you know, like death row, the death house. (laughs) Well, turns out I looked that up. I'm apparently wrong. Apparently they do call that the death house. So yeah, I'd never heard that term either. Nope, never. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And they That's even fine. make kind of like a joke about it, where they're like, on TV they call this the death house, but I'm sure you have some other name for it. And he's like, no, nope, we call it the death house. The death house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but of course, uh, the warden wants to give Laura more information and uh, probably something else over dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's yep. He's exactly what you would expect him to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Please. Yeah, she's kind of like, you know, like we said, like she's she's willing to, you know, stretch the limits of whatever she can do to get the story. I, I don't see her sleeping with the warden, but no. she's, she'll go out to dinner with him. She she may stretch ethics to a degree, but I don't think she'll stretch her taste. <laughs> yeah. Or good taste. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we've got West and Phillips and they inject Ratty, who, you know, of course, reanimates and is violent. Right. <laughs> Again. Mm-hmm. That, that old song and dance. <laughs> and this kind of just gives them a chance to sort of repeat the cat scene from the first one. You know, it's a little bit of physical comedy with like a, you know, prop, basically. Yeah. But of course, Wes has something that's going to fix this. He has something that's going to restore a little bit of sanity to Ratty's life. And that's this wonderful stuff called NPE or nanoplasmic energy. 
Yeah, so like Wes kind of talks about that whole like 21 grams or whatever, the whole thing about, you know, you lose a little bit of weight at death and that this is like, some people say it's a soul, but it's really just this this energy that he thinks that that's the key, that that's the Not thing he's been cynic, missing. Not to be a cynic, but whenever they said that, I'm like, yeah, you evacuate your bowels. I mean, <laughs> of course you lose weight. Sorry, it's just me being... I mean, you're, you're not wrong. Right? <laughs> Uh, but so in this case, he doesn't have Ratty's energy, but he has some energy from a different rat. And, it's, yeah. it, you know, it, it'll work just as well. It's the same rat, thing. Rat MPE is rat MPE, you know. But also he also goes into his explanation about, you know, MPE is kind of a throwback to part two where it's all over the body. Every every bit of the central nervous system has MPE and that will restore you. And instead of being of DNA telling what your cells to do. It's NPE telling the DNA to tell your cells what to do. Yeah, he says something about that. Like it's it's what tells the the cells to grow. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the thing that prevents people from being zombies because you know the zombie sort of just like comes back to life in like a frozen state of death. But this would be the right. thing that like jump starts things and you know actually causes life to to happen again. Yeah. So, of course, they inject Ratty. Yeah, and it, it works. He seems to sort of come back. He's not like the violent, twitching, sort of like zombie rat. Yeah, he's he's more rational and uh, not off at all. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so we got Howie uh, running into Laura immediately afterwards. And, you know, she uh, lets him know. By the way, she shows up uh, for another interview, I believe. And she lets him know that she's going to go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he, he's a little confused. He was like, oh, I didn't realize that you're still here doing this story. That's yeah. uh, that's something. <laughs> and then we get a really, really great line where uh, he's like, wait, that's the way to the hole. <laughs> and West pops up. It certainly is. Dum dum. <laughs> well done, Mr. Combs. You knocked that one out of the park. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah so she she gets there and ends up she wants to talk to moses and bribes mancho for access to uh to the hole he's not dubious about that for a second <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, and then we cut back to west who is uh you know excited to be able to give ratty back but of course cabrera is uh wanting to mess up west they do this thing where there's several inmates kind of doing like subtle handoffs where they're like passing a knife around right. And it, you know, it gets to Cabrero and he's like, he, yeah, he's ready to, to shank West. But then turns out he's got Ratty and Ratty's fine. And so saved at the last minute by his uh, NPE. Yeah, but maybe not so fine because his eyes start turning a little bit of red. <laughs> yeah. There's something off there. But all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we cut back to Laura. She's interviewing Moses and she doesn't really get much out of him. It's, you know, it's a lot more weird religious babble. He starts to kind of get threatening and she's kind of scared and yells for help. But Moncho doesn't come in to help. The warden does. And of course, Moses being Moses immediately starts, you know, praying for forgiveness from uh, the warden. The warden <laughs> yeah. gets close and Moses goes in for the Mike Tyson. <laughs> Yeah. Bites his ear right off. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so the warden attacks. He's He's got a cane. Uh, we, mm-hmm. I, like, I think he maybe used it a little bit earlier, but he really uses it here. It just beats Moses to death. Mm-hmm. 
And so now we've got Laura. She's kind of like terrified in the corner, uh, you know, because she's now just nearly been attacked by an inmate and then seen a murder. So she's kind of like unsure what the situation is at this point. And then the warden is like, uh, he starts sort of intimidating her and like ends up making her get on all fours and, and bark, bark like, like a dog. dog. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. and she knows if she doesn't, she's probably going to die. So she does indeed bark like a dog. Yeah. Yep. But, of course, our good friend, the warden, he can't leave it there. No, sir, Bob. No. Uh, he has to go for the the full trifecta of sexual harassment and propositions her while she is all on, on all fours. Yeah. Or at least two of so, those fours. Yeah. So he's, like, you know, unbuckling his belt and stuff, and it's, like, this moment of, like, you know, I mean, because, you know, if something happens and he kills her here, there's no way to get out of this. But she kind of, like, you know, does, like, the fake where she, like, acts like she's going to and then tries to, like, scramble away. Yeah. Good for her. But, of course, she gets caught by the warden. Yeah. And he starts choking her. Yeah. And um, then we cut away. <laughs> yeah. They bring Moses in dead and, um, and Laura dead. Well, M- Moses first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it's, yeah, so we get Moses, he comes in dead, and, like, that's so they start discussing, like, okay, we're going to give him Raddy's NPE. Right, but no, how he cannot abide a rat <laughs> having its NPE put into a human body, even though he's already resurrected the dead a couple times. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where are your ethics, man? These, your lines are weird. Your hills <laughs> that you die on are bizarre. Well, because, like, West is claiming that the NPE is just, like, yeah, an electrical it's impulse. It's it's just energy. But NPE I think, is NPE. Yeah, but I think the doctor is sort of under the impression that, like, this is a soul of some kind. So he's concerned right. that, like, if you put a rat soul into a human, weird stuff might happen. But to be fair, this was also the kid that said, you know, souls are the invention of witch doctors. <laughs> yeah. So, True. which one is it? Which which one is it, Howie? Huh? Yeah. And so, you know, West is like, no, it's just energy. It'll be fine. But before they can make a decision about it, Moncho brings in a second gurney, and there's Laura, and she's yep. dead. Yep. She has been murdered by the warden. But, of course, Moncho tells West and Phillips that Moses killed Laura, and then that, you know, the warden killed Moses, like, yeah, in self-defense. Heroically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then we get, you know, they send everybody out and they're like, okay, well, we're going to give, you know, so they give Laura the reagent, of course. Yeah, yeah. The moment the moment the warden and the nurse are out of there, the reagent comes out. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. So she wakes up and it, it's kind of, it's her reanimation is very different. She wakes up and she's like confused and scared, but she's not violent. But she's also reliving the last few moments of her life. Oh yeah. Uh, she barks out, which that's awful. Yeah. That didn't need to be there. No, no, not at all. But yeah, so of course West and Phillips look at each other and they're like, let's get her back to the lab. So they're taking her yeah. to the secret lab. And you know, now we've got like, there's like a, a lockdown in the jail, of course, because there's been this attack and everything. And then they like, they realize Moses has gone missing. Right. There's lots of blood in this one <laughs> cell and no Moses. Yeah. Um, and so it turns out he is waiting in his old cell that he used to share with Cabrera. Yeah. And he like takes Ratty and tries to like stuff the whole rat in Shove his him in- mouth. Mouth. <laughs> this is this is actually a hilarious scene seeing someone run around with like the the back end of a fake mouse in their as their cheeks are popped yeah. out 
Oh, it's so good. And Cabrera's, of course, trying to, to get Ratty out of Moses' mouth, and <laughs> Moses is jumping around like a like a, a, a just a wild man. <laughs> and, of course, Mancho comes in to, to see what's going on. Well, that's when Ratty gets out <laughs> of Moses' mouth, and Mancho tries to kill Ratty with his baton. Yeah, so he... Uh... He gets like a, I think he gets a chunk bitten out of his the tip of his nose by Ratty, right. uh, and then Ratty scurries down his pants yeah. leg. That part made me a little nervous. I'm not, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Mancho, Mancho didn't do too much wrong. He's just a goofball. He, he doesn't deserve any trauma <laughs> yeah. to that region yet. And then we cut back to the warden coming into the secret lab. He he finds it. Uh, and, you know, confronts Phillips and West, sees that Laura is alive. Obviously, right. he's he's concerned but, about that because Laura knows some stuff. Yeah. Well, of course, he doesn't get much time to comment on that because uh, West has grabbed, uh, I'm assuming it kind of looked like the end of a, uh, like a telescope and just cold cocks <laughs> the warden across the back of the it's head. It's like the, the West special, like sneak up behind somebody right. and brain them. Exactly. Just beam them. <laughs> just whack. I, I kind of cheered. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> like, if anybody deserves pain in this movie, it is the warden. Yeah, not the actor, just the the <laughs> character. But then we go to Moses uh, getting in a fight with uh, Mancho. He manages to get his baton from him, if I remember correctly, and starts beating him to death with it. Yeah, at the exact time that yeah. So as West beans uh, the warden, Moses beats Mancho. D- apparently not to death. But pretty close. Yeah. So then uh, Moses goes outside of the cell and just starts, like, pressing buttons and, like... Oh, no. Cabrera snags the keys. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, they end up letting all of the inmates loose. So now we got a full-on prison riot in the middle of this zombie movie. (laughs) A fucking riot. Let's start a riot. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, West is like, well, you're worried about, like, the rat nanoplasm, but now we've got a fresh... Human, human that we can take some nanoplasm from now the good news is he's not dead yet <laughs> but there's there's something very specific we have to do to get the nanoplasm out and that's electrocute this guy to death. <laughs> yeah yeah so and phillips is like a little nervous but like uh you know west goes for it and he's yeah he's on board so like that they uh hook him up and just shock the shit out of him and like you've got the little glass transistor kind of tube thing that like lights up and glows as they get the npe out and meanwhile like we cut back to like the riot beginning and ratty has now bitten cabrera who immediately yells west (laughs) right because his his beloved rat would never bite him right but of course we've got speedball and his friends who decide, let's go get the drugs. All of the drugs. (laughs) Let's get those drugs. Because that's the only thing Speedball cares about in this whole movie. The infirmary's open. They're just, yeah, you you get this scene in Prison Riots where, like, yeah, it's just, like, all the meds, everything we can pull out. Right. And pretty much the rest of this movie is so quick, cutting between, like, multiple things happening at once that it's kind of hard for us to describe what's going on piece by piece but like there's a lot of action we've got west and the doctor injecting laura she wakes up and you know she seems fine like this seems to have worked west kind of tells her what happened and she's seems a a little upset but then we start to get this sort of weird like shifting underneath her skin on her face like it's changing then she has total like puppet 
freak out a la Total Recall when they're in the um, atmosphere of Mars. Basically, there's a puppet of her that then starts convulsing and shaking. Mm -hmm. And she says something about, you're using me as a guinea pig. And the voice Mm -hmm. kind of like, it's really subtle, but it works really well where it sort of like shifts between Laura and the warden's voice in a way that's really disorienting. So clearly there's something going on with this NPE that came from the warden. Yeah, so um, obviously we can tell at this point, West wasn't right about his, <laughs> yeah. his theory about NPE. Yeah. Turns out that stuff will effectively transform you into the other person. Yeah. And so at this point, the inmates have like gone through the infirmary and they find West and Phillips as well. It's Speedball and Cabrera. It's just like a group. So like we've got drug collecting, but we're also mad about Ratty. So mm-hmm. West and Phillips get restrained. And now, of course, we've got a woman who is now in the middle in of an all-male prison riot. And so, you know, yeah. you could... The threatening happens. Yeah, exactly. But she does manage. She kind of fights back and, like, escapes. And now she's just sort of, like, running through the prison trying to, like, find a place to hide as a bunch of men are trying to like find her to have their way with her and they they do it kind of cuts away but like you kind of get the impression that like they they catch her like right. she's around a corner and they're like ah you know and and, and it kind of cuts away back to west who's like well now we have the warden here without his npe and we've got ratty's nanoplasm let's you know let's see what happens put together see what happens <laughs> but of course he's already pre- he's also preparing well this is when he's preparing to bug out <laughs> yeah so he he basically packs his own little bug out bag he's like this shows time to time to hit the road now yeah <laughs> but as my last experiment i'm going to inject the ratty's uh, npe into the warden let's see what happens yeah, and like that's that's just such a West thing to do. This is like the doodling with body parts thing from the last movie. He's just like, I know this isn't going to go well, but it could be interesting, <laughs> so let's try it. One more for the road, right? <laughs> yeah. So of course he reanimates the warden. Yep, and like and injects him with rat. And yeah, injects him with rat. And so it's the same thing where like instantly like you get some shifting and like most noticeably he gets rat teeth basically. <laughs> like well, that's a reveal for later, but he does go into. Uh, once the warden wakes up, you're seeing it from his perspective, and he notices that he's being tied down with a wire, and you just hear him kind of chitter as he, as he brings up the, the wire to his mouth, and presumably we know what happens. Yeah. He chews the wire. <laughs> yeah, so then we get, like, the SWAT team has, like, broken into the prison to stop the riot. So that that's all going on at the front of the prison, and meanwhile, West is, like, trying to gather the last little bit of supply so he can leave and that's when the warden like comes up behind him he attacks and that's when we see like the the rat teeth but this is all while uh speedball and his friends are actually collecting the drugs <laughs> yeah. versus planning to collect all the drugs yeah so then we go back to laura who wakes up and she seems to have like no control of her hands or something like they seem to kind of have like a mind of their own sort of whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. anthony you're skipping one of the best parts Macho gets Macho gets actually killed by the warden as Speedball is popping presumably aspirin or pills into his mouth like popcorn. <laughs> yeah, so the warden bites out his throat. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah, it's you know, like I said, there's it's chaotic, there's a lot going it's on. It's wild, yeah. But yeah, so so now um the body count just like really escalates from here too, but Yep, so we got dead Moncho, and then, yes, we we go back to Laura, and, you know, as I just said, body count. Like, so she looks around and sees that, like, whoever tried to catch her, she has somehow killed a bunch of people, but doesn't seem to, like, have memory of it. So, yeah, yeah, it's almost like, 
she was possessed by the warden. Yeah, yeah, like it's kind of like they're they're sort of fighting for control of the same body. But w- wildly, uh, her hand starts like getting all squidgy <laughs> in like a claymation kind of way. Like, yeah, like the fingers bend backwards to... and stuff. Like, yeah, it's yeah. real weird. Yeah, it's real bad. Uh, like in my notes, I literally wrote down we have an idle hand situation. <laughs> yeah. You're familiar with that yeah. one. So then, you know, while she's sort of processing what she's seeing, the warden shows up and has found her. And like he starts kind of like he's leading her through the prison and talks about that, like this reagent is really nice because the bad thing about being a warden of the death house is you can only punish the prisoners once. Once they're dead, just for instance, they're dead. But now we can reanimate them and punish them forever. Forever. <laughs> so he wants to create literal hell on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> so th- there's that. And he literally does course, have like a row of people who are hanged and they are reanimated and they're just like twitching and kicking their legs as they just like suffocate for eternity. <laughs> but who should be doing the reanimation other than the reanimated body of Sergeant Macho? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the warden is definitely like the hill of this movie where he's like, mm. you know, making an army of, of zombies to do his bidding. Well, in this case, torture. Yeah. Yeah. So so the warden like tells the, all this crazy stuff and like kind of leads her away. Then we, we see Speedball has found some reagent. Yeah. <laughs> we knew it was going to happen, right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You got syringes prominently in this movie and then you've got a drug addict. They had drug to meet addict, up, yeah. you know. Yeah. Who is indiscriminate about what he puts into his body. (laughs) But not only does he find that, but Nurse Vanessa, who's wandering around all by her lonesome, should find Moses. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, he, like, instantly rips her dress open. And so... Well, let's go to the part where he, once he finds her, he starts praying to her like she was the Mother Mary. Yeah. And the moment that happens, (laughs) as I said before, you get out. (laughs) Yeah. He, if he starts speaking about God or anything, you leave. Yes. So he yeah, he rips her dress open and is like cradling himself to her naked chest, you know. And um, right. so she thinks I- I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm this man is calming down. He's he's relaxing. But this is Moses. Yeah. Moses don't calm down. Yeah. Her her uh, her gambit does not go well. So she's like she says like I forgive you and is like patting him. And then you get this scene where like. You like for like a second before it happens, you're like, oh, no, I know what's getting ready to happen because like you see Moses's eyes like train on her nipple and he's just like "Mm." and yeah. And then like but thankfully it like it cuts away. So you don't. Yeah, this is that's one moment of gore that like I'm glad they were just like, we don't need that. Right. That was the one time they showed restraint (laughs) and I'm thankful for it. (laughs) Now, the rest of this movie, I'm glad they don't show any restraint whatsoever. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so yeah then we get uh phillips he's kind of wandering through the prison looking for laura he finds west instead yeah they they have a weird argument about ethics and like the effects of like what west has done it's like really this is the time you choose to like (laughs) condemn west after you've done all this (laughs) and it's so because he's like you were wrong she changed (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and west is just like it was a theory (laughs) yeah fine now we know (laughs) yeah and but wes is like you know we probably we probably should head to the death house because i'd imagine the that's where the the warden's (laughs) gonna go to the death house and he's probably gonna drag her there (laughs) but how he's like wait the warden (laughs) isn't he isn't he dead (laughs) 
<laughs> and Wes just gives him like a deadpan look, just says nothing, and he's just like, "God damn it!" <laughs> like, <laughs> right? God damn you, West. It's like finally somebody's calling West out. Yeah. He's like, "You had to do it. You had to do the thing." Yeah, it, which is it's really nice that they named this character Howard Phillips, so that you've got like mm-hmm. HP final, uh, like you know, getting to like call call his own creation out on his shit. Well, you know. Luckily, it's not actually yeah, like, yeah, actually HP. Right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this would be the worst movie. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, but of course, we then see the nurse running away. She survived, maybe with a bloodied nipple. <laughs> yeah, you know, any any mothers could probably empathize with this. Yeah, uh, but she does run into a uh, a group of SWAT team members. They're in there. They're gonna restore order. That's great. But who's behind her? That's right. It's our boy Moses. <laughs> And he sees the he sees the guards, falls down, saying, "I've seen the light. Lord be praised." <laughs> and you know, you know, I've told you, you know. <laughs> and one uh, one SWAT team member <laughs> believes him, as people do, and they go they go towards him. And of course, Moses gets that guy. Yep. And I believe beats him, not maybe not to death, but pretty close. <laughs> And, of course, then the rest of the SWAT team just, like, you know, opens oh, fire. They, they just mow him down. Right, yeah. I think, uh, I th- do believe, I, I will call it, yep, uh, that would be one Moses finally down. <laughs> yeah. No more prayers for Moses. <laughs> and so then we cut back to West and Phillips. They're walking through where we just previously saw the warden and Laura. So they see all the reanimated hanged men. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, West is a little bit more curious about it than he should be. <laughs> but they do, yeah. they do keep moving. And then we cut at least to at least, well, he doesn't have the reagent at this point because he probably would be reanimating everyone who's not already reanimated. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> right. And then we get to the the most unpleasant scene of the movie, probably. <laughs> uh the rat warden being the most rat he could be. <sighs> so yeah. you know, he he missed out on his opportunity to sexually assault Laura earlier, uh, and you know he's making up for lost time. So he's. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to try to do the same thing again. Like, One more time. Uh, you know, so he's unbuckling his belt. He's got Laura but on her he knees. Didn't count, he didn't count on one thing. Laura is now part him. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, yep. Yeah, so she's not having it, and she bites his dick off. <laughs> bites his dick off. <laughs> yeah. Good. Bites his right yep. off. Good for Laura. Spits it she spits it out in one of the best scenes. I swear, <laughs> I swear, I've heard this as a joke somewhere. A rat, the ratty, comes up and steals his dick. <laughs> <laughs> so <Right>? good, yeah. That's <laughs> amazing. Uh, but of course, that's not the last we've seen of those two. Oh no, 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 no. That'll that'll happen later. We'll talk about oh, that yeah. in a minute. <laughs> Uh, so so then we cut to um, West and Phillips. Uh, they're still headed their way, and they uh, they run into Cabrera. Well, half of Cabrera. <laughs> yeah, he's just like cut in half from the waist down. Has like mm-hmm. a noose still around his neck, and he like attacks West. He's just like hola pendejo, <laughs> and just jumps right down on him. Yeah. So West is sort of wrestling with this like you know half man. Half the man he used to be, but I'm dumb. I'm done. No, I'm not. I'm lying. But anyway, yep. So they get. By the way, I love that at the end of the fight, West grabs the noose. 
and starts swinging half of Cabrera's body around <laughs> yeah. like a toddler. It just sends him flying. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, it's so good. Yeah, the, the like the slapstick violence in this yeah. is is just top notch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so once he dispatches him, he runs into Speedball who is twitching and moving strangely. Right. By the way, at this point he's injected like what? 5 vials of reagent? <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, this dude is just one after the other after the other and it's like this cannot be good. <laughs> Whatever's going to happen to this man? And if you remember well, what happens at the end of the first movie, you might have a little bit of an idea. Right. Yep. But before we find that out, we go back to Laura. She realizes that she's like, you know, half possessed by the warden and she wants the warden out of her. Get him out. And then I think it's like the warden kind of takes over and rips off her dress. Right. And she has like a dominatrix get up underneath. <laughs> yeah. She just happened, you know, under her just normal work clothes. She's wearing like a black corset. Got the whole Dom mm-hmm. thing going on, which works and out because she busts out the cane. Yeah, yeah, and you know the the warden loves the cane, so uh, mm-hmm. so now we've got Laura sort of f- attacking Phillips with a cane uh, in like a very sexy fight scene, basically. Yeah, yeah. it 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 yeah, it's kind of hot to a degree. Yeah. I mean, forgive me, but yeah, yeah. If it's not your if it's your thing, like you're gonna enjoy that that bit yeah. quite a bit. But then we got, go back to West, and he's, like, trying to uh, to get the reagent from Speedball. He's like, you've had enough. Like, this is this is not good. You don't need to do any more. Oh, no. Speedball ain't had enough, baby. <laughs> he gets one more vial in him. Then he starts convulsing. Then as he's convulsing, one of his eyes just comes shooting out, followed by his intestines and heart, yeah. which rolls off. I think his heart just rolled off on its own. Yeah, basically. Like... Like, at this point, isn't every single cell in this man's body, like, alive? Well, I mean, it's alive, but, like, individually alive. Yeah, I think that's basically the It's It's similar to when Wes, like, OD'd Hill's body in the first Hill, one, yeah. where, like, the intestines sort of, like, have a mind of their own. But, of course, even though most of his body has, like, exploded, Speedball's not dead. <laughs> speedball's gonna Speedball. Yeah. And his corpse-slash-skeleton? Yeah. He's, he's kind of in, in between skeleton and zombie at this point. He, he still wants a couple more drugs. Hey, man, could you get me some more of that reagent? Can I get some Vicodin? Maybe those little red pills? Yeah, yeah he kind of, uh, like, he almost looks like the Crypt Keeper, but, like, much wetter. Like, juicier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you like if you like wet skeleton zombie puppets, this one's for you. <laughs> so then we go back to Phillips and Laura, and Phillips is trying to help her, right. but she sort of, like, is switching back and forth still, so it's kind of, it's difficult. Like, Laura seems to calm down, and then the warden takes over and starts attacking again. But, of course, this being a reanimator movie can't be a normal attack. You know, you only get a couple normal attacks in. But how he gets knocked down, and at that point, Laura then goes into exorcist contortionist mode. Yeah. Where she bends over backwards and kind of scuttles towards him and then flips over right side. You know, once again, this scene's got to be hot, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the now castrated warden is still sneaking around in the background. And he's like moving in this weird crab-like rat. way. I guess it's, the, it's yeah. supposed to be the rat thing, but like his, he's crawling in a very bizarre way. Yeah, the legs are out like to the sides and pointed, the knees are pointed upwards. <laughs> Yeah, it's very yeah. bizarre. I would uh, I would go with definitely more crab than rat. Yeah. yeah. 
And yeah, like so Laura's like choking out Phillips with her thighs. Yep. And then meanwhile, West manages to like fight the warden and gets him into the electric chair. Well, he also gets attacked by Cabrera and has another fight with that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One more time. But the great thing is so like he starts shocking the warden and like while the warden is dying, they just cut to a brief scene of the rat in the wall just like chilling there with with the warden's dick. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like insult to injury <laughs> right they, they make such a lovely couple right yeah um, uh, uh, but after that west finds phillips and he's there with laura's laura's got the upper hand on phillips but she wants to die and phillips gets a hold of a, one of the shivs i think the shiv from earlier that cabrera had and uh he cuts her throat yeah but he doesn't cut deep enough so she tells him Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he goes for it. Yeah. But now, yeah, Wes stumbles upon Howie. And what's what's Howie doing? He has, like, sort of, like, taken a break from reality at this point as well. He's calling her Emily, which is yep. the name of his, his sister who died at the beginning. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, he, like, has snapped, basically. Like, I think this this was enough for him. Right. Uh, he, he was a little fragile to begin with, of course, because of what happened to his sister. But yeah, he's broken now. Yeah, and pardon the pun. And if 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 you all just want to like ignore me from now on, I accept that. But at least he was the only one who did get a little head, <laughs> <laughs> one that he's cradling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's like, yeah, holding holding Laura's head and uh, you know talking to her as if she's his sister. Uh, and you know, West is just like, <laughs> just takes takes his badge, badge. and He's just like, well, you're busy, I see, so I'll just take this and I'll be going now. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so yeah, he just walks out, and you know, he gets to like where like the SWAT team is sort of, uh, you know, hold up at the front of the prison, and is just like, I'm I'm the doctor. Here's my badge, and they're just like, yeah. all right, I'm, see I'm you Howard later. See you, yeah. <laughs> I'll be about my way. And, of course, as he walks by with this gurney, uh, who should be there but Mancho? And as he sees the reanimated corpse of Mancho, sees West walking by, he, what should he say? <laughs> Dubious. <laughs> well done. You did it right, Mancho. Oh, yeah. The callbacks in this movie are fantastic. I'm telling you. <laughs> but, of course, you know, the SWAT team now finds Howie. You know, he's he's... He's saying, I've made her better. She's, she, I've made her alive again. You know, they don't know what he's talking about. So they just reach down, Jim, Julie, pluck her head out of his hands. Uh, turns out he did make her alive again because uh, she starts cackling. Yep. Well, hey, you know, that's very traumatic. I understand that. But at least he laughs about it, too. So they both have a good laugh about it. Yeah. Uh, as, as he's... He's no longer checked out of reality. He has divorced himself and has filed a restraining order against reality at this point. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of like a great sort of like there's all the payoffs in this movie of just like, you know, the dubious thing and the go for mm -hmm. it. But it also feels like this sort of calls back to Hill. You know, we've got the, you know, reanimated head. So, yeah, it, it feels like this movie. It, it's it's one of those great final chapters of a trilogy that just really like nails wrapping everything up. Right. It, to a degree, it feels like it was a setup for part four, which sadly didn't really appear to my knowledge. Yeah. Uh, like I think they they had ideas and like I think it comes up every few years. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, nothing, nothing yet. 
Although, if you uh, if you follow Barbara Crampton on Twitter, hmm. she keeps tweeting stuff that she's working on a movie with Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, what's I'm up not, with that? It, it, you know, I mean, Megan wasn't in the second or third, so it doesn't seem l- super likely. likely that that's what it is. But, but you it never could be know. A brand new character. Yeah. yeah, and and regardless. Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combs are making a movie together, and whatever it is, it's going to be awesome. Right. I'm still, I'm still hoping for the Shadow Over Innsmouth thing, but all right, we we got to finish this movie off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, West makes his way out. He's officially out. He's a free man, but he has something in his pocket. The <laughs> still twitching eyeball of Speedball. And he just like chucks it into the grass, and it's just sort of like wiggling away, wiggling along a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep, so that's that's how it ends. Unless, did you watch the credits? I did watch the credits, Anthony. I did. I had never watched the credits before, and I just happened to accidentally leave them on as I was finishing my notes. And I boy, say, was I glad I did that. <laughs> yeah, I will say I think that the version we watched didn't include the other uh, end credit scene, and I'll I'll mention that. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is. We're, we'll I'll talk about that here in a moment. But yeah, so uh, turns out the uh, bliss between uh, the warden's penis and the rat uh, didn't go so well. <laughs> they had a little fight there at the end. And it's oh man, it's so so like you get first you just kind of it's like you know a little animated dildo basically that's kind of wiggling <laughs> yeah. and the rat, and then it <laughs> c- cuts to like silhouette. Mm-hmm. It, it's like basically like the silhouette scene in Kill Bill. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but it's a little rat and a dick like kung fu fighting each other. Yes. It's turns amazing. Out, turns out the rat doesn't win. <laughs> I think the penis eats or eats the rat. The dick eats the rat. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's it's something special. Right. So I could be wrong about this, so don't quote me on this. I'll I'll do a little bit more research. But I'm pretty sure there is another end credit scene with speedball. Uh, I believe the corpse zombie of Speedball is actually sitting in the electric chair at the uh, the other scene when Vanessa comes in and basically he's like, hey, you got any more of that shit? <laughs> now, I'll, I'll double check that. And if it turns out I'm completely incorrect, Anthony will just delete this part. That way I don't look like an insane person that had a fever dream, which this movie kind of felt like a fever dream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if that wasn't in the movie, like, you just came up with a scene that should have been in the movie, that would have been right? great. Well, you know, who knows? I, I tend to do that, apparently. <laughs> uh, so that that was uh, Beyond Reanimator. And yeah, it's, it is Beyond. <laughs> beyond, yeah, 100%. I uh, love it. Uh, so yeah, as you said, this sticks to landing. Oh, yeah. Pretty hardcore. Oh. All right, so I guess that's it for this week. Uh, do we got anything else we want to talk about as far as Beyond Reanimator? Uh, no, I think that's that's it. Um, All right, well then, follow us on the socials, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, on YouTube. What's what's happening with that Patreon? What do we got with that? Uh, we're yeah, we're we've got some it kind of figured out what we're gonna do there, but we have not launched it yet. But that should oh, okay. be coming soon. I think we're gonna get a couple, you know, bonus episodes banked and then, you know, hopefully we we had probably we kind of had planned on having it here already, but we ended up taking some vacations that lined up strangely. We ended up taking 3 right. weeks off. So, um yeah. so you if 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 
if this part's still in, uh, you you heard nothing different. Uh, it's been another upload for another week, but for us, it's been about a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. um, but yeah, so that should be coming soon. Um, yeah, but in the meantime, you, you know, you can catch us on all the socials and, you know, we, every week we kind of talk about, you know, like how we're having fun with that, but I thought I would kind of just like shout out, like, so we have a, several people who've been very, uh, social with us on the socials yep. and it's been really fun. Um, and in fact, one of the guys that we've been talking to Hayden, uh, hey, he boy. just started a podcast of his own recently and they did an episode on Frankenstein, uh, and shouted us out at the end, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, they're, they're actually like a book club, but they did like a, a sort of bonus episode where they covered movies, uh, but they're called last book on the shelf. So yeah, if so you're into like you. horror and sci-fi kind of books, uh, they've got a couple episodes out already. Uh, and then there's been a couple guys who have like recommended books to me that I didn't like, I had not heard of before that I've snatched up that I'm looking forward to reading. Um, there's a book called Brittle Innings that uh, Todd recommended and a book called Poor Things that Kyle recommended. Um, so thank you to you guys. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's nice. You know, I've, I feel like I've got a pretty big collection of Frankenstein stuff, but that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this is hopefully there will be people who know things I don't and can share exactly. it with me. So it's very yeah. exciting. That is exciting. I mean, I think that's one of the best parts is that we've, uh, I feel like we've learned so much just oh. by basically BSing about Frankenstein related movies. Absolutely. So, yeah. Awesome. So we're, we're really having fun with this little community that's kind of starting and, and we're yeah, yeah. excited to see where it goes. Um, so yeah, yeah. You know, join us there, Twitter, uh, Instagram, wherever. It seems like mostly Twitter is where we're doing a lot of chatting, but you know, yeah. wherever you feel comfortable and you know, rates and reviews, all that stuff, it's very appreciated. Yes. Any, anything you can do that tells the, the bizarre, creature that is the algorithm meta whatever that is that you like us and that they should promote us <laughs> yeah to, for more eyeballs and ears to hear and see the eyeballs yeah. are doing the hearing and the, okay <laughs> anyway uh so what are we doing next week so we've kind of been hinting a little bit um so this is the you know the reanimator trilogy that most people are familiar with I stumbled across there's an Italian movie that is called Herbert West Reanimator. Mm -hmm. uh, I have not watched it yet. I don't know. The, I don't know anything about it, but but we have Italian. it. Italian. This is going to yeah. be bonkers. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it's it's relatively recent. Um, I think like maybe 2017, something like that. Um, so yep, we're gonna and I and I actually found out yesterday that it is on Tubi. So if uh, uh, you know if. If you have trouble tracking it down, there you can find it there. Uh, so we will be discussing Herbert West Reanimator next yeah, week. Nice. All right. And as always, to be continued. Ah. Looks like you survived another episode. The Freaking Cast is a production of FCR Media. It's hosted by Anthony Bowman and Eric Velasquez. Follow us on Twitter at The Freaking Cast. Or send us a letter at thefreakingcast at gmail.com. Our cover art is by Amanda Keller. You can find her at Keller Illustrations on Instagram. Our theme music is by Vivek Abhishek. Thanks for listening. <laughs>